A uh, reminder to our audience that Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, our beloved Rabbi Yudin, and of course we take this opportunity to wish Rabbi Yudin, Rabbi Goldwasser, all of our rabbinic backbone here at JM in the AM, a Gemar Chesimatova, a good gebench dior, and a happy, healthy, and sweet 5774. I remind everybody that Rabbi Yudin has a brand new book, one that we are highly recommending, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin on the Parsha. Subtitled, Tomorrow We Have the Privilege. And if you're a regular listener of this show, you know exactly why uh, he has that subtitle on his Mosaic Press brand new release. We're recommending it. Go to your stores, go to the web, order it, enjoy it. And we wish Rabbi Yudin a Mazel Tov on this wonderful accomplishment. This time each and every Friday, every hour of Shabbos, with great pleasure we present Rabbi, ben- Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, of course, Rabbi Yudin speaks about the upcoming holiday of Yom Kippur. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And good Erev Yom Tov. What a special, incredible day today Erev Yom Kippur is. Before I begin the special program, I just wish to begin by acknowledging and wishing a very special Mazel Tov to our distinguished host, Nachum Siegel, on the incredible accomplishment of 30 years of enhancing the Jewish community through his leading JM in the AM and Nachum, the Mishnah in the fifth chapter of Avos tells us Ben Shloshim Lakoach, the number 30 is associated with strength. So first of all, Hashem should give you considerable strength that you shall continue your very special Avodas HaKodesh. And second of all, the term Koach is used by the Ramban and others that Avram is tested to go from the Koach to the Poal. And in that regard, the word Koach means potential. And Emir Hashem, you have such great potential and this potential with God's help should be actualized for many more years whereby the Jewish community will be forever proud of its very special heritage. Many, many more in good health. Today is a very special Erev Yom Tov. Proof on Erev Sukkot, we don't sit in the Sukkah. On um, Erev Pesach, we're not allowed to eat the Matzah. Today, Erev Yom HaKippurim, interestingly, for the Mincha this afternoon, we already say Vidui in our private Shmona Esrei at Mincha, and I urge that you find out what time Mincha is in your community, and there might be more than one Mincha, avail yourself, go to shul, take the Yom Kippur Machzor, and in the um, Mincha, we say the Vidui, the Vidui of Ashamnu, alphabetically arranged, and then the list of al that we have committed during this past year. And the reason for our saying the Vidui before Yom Kippur is 
twofold. Number one, we want the Jew to go into Yom Kippur already in a state of purity. Lifnei Hashem Titoru, as the Pesach reads in Parshas Acharemos, which means not only that we are privileged to purify ourselves before God on Yom Kippur, but Lifnei Hashem, before we approach Hashem on Yom Kippur, we should already be Titoru, as pure as we can, and therefore, for that reason, men go to the mikvah today, Erev Yom Kippur. And for that reason, we include the vidui in our Shemona Esrei prior to. The Talmud gives a practical reason, lest the person um, become intoxicated in their meal and will not get to the vidui, let him get to it this afternoon. Now, um, let us understand that today, Erev Yom Kippur, there is a mitzvah, many consider it to be, of a Torah obligation to eat today Erev Yom Kippur. Now, what's this all about? So Rashi in the Gemara Yuma tells us that like a loving mother, the Torah only asks us to fast one day a year, Yom Kippurim. And the mother is concerned, but make sure that you are healthy and capable to fast on this day, and therefore, make sure you eat today. However, there are other reasons given. Rabbeinu Yonah, in Ashari Tshuva, gives the very beautiful reason that our eating this afternoon is a demonstration of our optimism and our celebration of the mitzvah of Yom Kippur, of our becoming purified by Hashem on this day. We can't have this celebration on Yom Kippur, so we celebrate today, Erev Yom Kippur, the Yom Kippur experience, the purification of the day. And, in addition, the Gemara tells us at the end of Sanhedrin, excuse me, Tanis, that Lohoyo Yom Tovim Israel. One of the two happiest days of the year was Yom Kippurim. And the Talmud gives us two reasons. What was so special about this day? The first reason was it's a day of Slicha and Mechila, a day of forgiveness. And the second reason is that this is the day that Moshe came down from Har Sinai, the third and last time. And not only did he bring forgiveness with him, but Moshe brought with him the second set of tablets, the second luchos, which endured. This is the Torah Shabal Peh that Moshe brought down as well on Yom HaKippurim. And therefore, whenever the Jew receives Torah, they celebrate with a festive meal. We have a festive meal on Shavuos, when we receive the Torah. 
we have a festive meal on Purim, which is Kimu Kiblu, and we have a festive meal on Erev Yom Kippur, celebrating the Torah that we received on Yom HaKippurim. It is customary to try to come to the base HaKnesses early, before Kol Nidre, so that you can say Tefillah Zaka again before Kol Nidre, which is a further extension of this idea of Lifnei Hashem, before the day begins, Titaru, you should already do Tshuva, you should already repent and say vidui, articulate those wrongs that you are very much familiar with. Now, the women who light candles this afternoon, it's the candles for both Shabbos and Yom Kippurim, and we, the minhog in many homes is to light a yard site licht for whom they are going to be reciting Yizkor on Yom Kippurim. Interestingly, the Torah refers to the day as Yom Kippurim in the plural. Why? Because not only are the living judged, but the deceased as well are judged on Yom Kippurim. Therefore, the yard site lichts. And regarding the lighting of candles this afternoon, if a woman wishes to light candles and then drive to the synagogue, she can do so. She makes a tenai, she makes a condition that before she lights the candles, she says, with my lighting of candles, I am not accepting Kedusash Shabbos and Yom Kippurim until I arrive at the synagogue. Fine. If she is doing that, she should not recite the bracha of Shechianu at the time of candle lighting. If she's going to walk to shul, she should say the bracha of Shechianu at the time of candle lighting. Very important we understand this. And the idea is if she is going to ride to Shul and she's going to not say the bracha when she lights the candles, don't feel bad. You'll say the bracha of Shechianu with the chazin at the conclusion of Kol Nidre prior to Mayriv. Yom Kippur, interestingly, there is no verse in the Torah that the Torah says, do not eat on Yom Kippur. The Torah does say the expression of inui, of afflicting yourself five times regarding Yom Kippur, which teaches the rabbis that there are five inuyim, five restrictions and prohibitions of the day. All agree that eating and drinking is a biblical obligation, and a healthy person is not to eat or drink anything. However, if somebody has to eat or drink in accordance with doctor's orders, please, if you haven't done so as yet, consult your local Rav, and he will guide you how you can and should eat within the halachic framework. The other four prohibitions 
Some say that these are rabbinic, include a washing, rechitza, which is rechitza shaltanog, washing for pleasure. One washes one's hands in the morning until the knuckles, what we call negelvasar in the morning, alternating right, left, right, left, right, left with a cup till the knuckles. With your hands a little moist, you rub them through the eyes to remove whatever might have accumulated during the course of the night. And that's it for washing. The next uh, prohibition is that of applying cosmetics and ointments to the body. Um, This uh, goes to perfumes, lotions, wearing of leather shoes is the fourth and marital relations is the fifth. A quick, fascinating aside, the last four inuyim, washing, cosmetics, leather shoes, and marital relations, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? It applies also to the mourner, somebody who is Loelenu sitting Shiva. And on a rather fascinating philosophical point, Rav Salvechik Zechrona Levracha pointed out that to a certain extent, yes, we are mourning, we're sitting Shiva for part of ourselves that did not live up to its potential. Now, the idea of Yom Kippur, I think this must be said because too many people have the wrong notion of Yom Kippur. They think that it is a sad day, a day to be dreaded. When is it over? I can't eat. No, it is just the opposite. There is a fantastic verse in Tehillim, Psalms 139, Pasuk 16, where the Pasuk says, Yomim Yutsaru, Velo Echad Bohem. Literally, many days will be fashioned, but to him they are as one. However, Rashi in his commentary on this Apostle says, no, Yomim Yitzaru, there are many days, but Velo Echad Bahem, there's one day which is different than all the others. And what is this one day which is different? So Rashi quotes two interpretations. The first opinion is that it is the Shabbos, and the second opinion is Ze Yom Kippurim Leslicha, and this year we hit the jackpot. It's both. It's Shabbos and Yom Kippurim, and we should realize how privileged we are. What is Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is a day of spiritual dry cleaning. What does that mean? Just picture your suit, and thank God your child or your grandchild, the baby, right? You know, so the baby did whatever it had to do on your suit. Or you went to work and you helped somebody who had a flat tire. So your suit became good and dirty with grease and all other kinds of stains. And you bring it to the dry cleaner. And 24, 25 hours later you pick it up and it's fresh and it's almost like new. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in His kindness says to the Jewish people, throughout the year, unfortunately, you sully, you dirty your neshama, you dirty your soul. And what happens is a little bit of Lashon Hara, a little bit of neglect of Shabbos, a little bit of neglect of 
kashras, a little bit of neglect of taras and mishpacha. Unfortunately, throughout the year, we have different kinds of ways that we can make our neshama, our soul, salit. Hashem says, you come to me on Yom Kippur. And better still, He comes to us on that Pasuk, Tushu Hashem Behimatzo, Kira'u Beyoso Karov. This is the time when God is closest to us. He avails Himself and comes to us. All we have to do is take advantage of this opportunity to say to Hashem, yes, we want to restore that special relationship with you. That is Yom Kippur. And it's for this reason that it is such a special day. And indeed, think about it, the Kriyas HaTorah tomorrow is that of the Avodah, coming from Parshas Acharimos. And what do we have in the Avodah? The Avodah says very clearly that the Kohen Gadol entered into the Holy of Holies once a year on Yom Kippur. Parenthetically, he went in four times. Now, Rav Salavechik again said, listen carefully, what are you doing on Yom Kippur? On Yom Kippur, you're going into your personal Kodesh HaKadoshim. You look at your soul on Yom Kippur. And it's for this reason that we diminish all the physical pleasures and we focus on the soul and we realize our incredible potential and we have this opportunity to get close with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. For this we're awarded and Baruch Shein Kavod Malchuso is said both tonight and tomorrow aloud as by the Malachim. It is such a special day. We should recognize that in the Musaf, our synagogues become transformed as close as it's possible to a miniature Beis HaMikdosh. And our Shaliach Tzibor Achazen is the representative of the Kohen Gadol in our midst. And literally we walk through the Avoda and we pray to Hashem Unashalma Porim Svasenu that our reading about it and our studying about it should be looked upon, please God, by Hashem as if we actually, you know, fulfilled it. There is so much more to be said. I only pray that we realize what a incredible blessing and privilege this day is and that we avail ourselves of this opportunity to repair both between man and man and therefore it's not your best friends that you should be calling today. There are some people that really you probably should not call on the telephone but it's not too late to make that trip in person and say that's it. Bygones, bygones. Please forgive me. I'm not even sure how I might have hurt you or if you know how you hurt the person, say it. Be big. We want Hashem to forgive us on Yom Kippur. It's not enough for you to say as you go into Yom Kippur, I forgive. No. You have to ask other people for forgiveness. And that is so important that we take that message to heart. 
and appreciate the bracha of the day of our having the opportunity to mend between man and man and between ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and all those who work with him so hard throughout the year to make JM the AM that very special program them and their families and indeed all our listeners and indeed all of Klai Yisrael a Gemara Chasimwa Tova we should be privileged for a year of peace peace in Eretz Yisrael peace throughout the world and the opportunity to rise and accomplish our incredible potential as Jews. Shabbat Shalom and a good Yom Tov to all.